Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Happy Tuesday, gang. I'm Jordan Jarrett-Bryan, and you're listening to the TalkSport Daily podcast. And we begin today's pod with the fallout from Monday's football in the Premier League as West Ham United. They won 3-0 against Sheffield United and Chelsea beat Newcastle at Stamford Bridge. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport with myself and Perry Groves. Timo Werner has his first Premier League goal since before Christmas. Thomas Tuchel really can work miracles. It's Chelsea 2, Newcastle 0. Hopefully we need, we need. Chelsea spent a lot of money, so the fans want to see the best Timo Werner possible, and it's my job to do it. If you looked at him tonight, the reason that I liked him is that he never, ever gave up. Even tonight when he was missing chances. Mm. He never he's always He's always making the runs, and people say, oh, he's missing so many chances, but he's always getting in the right position. You, I think... Under Tuchel, he could be the sort of player that he turns him into what he was at RB Leipzig, that he goes back and he gets his 25 goals a season. We deserved more, but also it's our duty to create even more. If we have so many chances and, and half chances, we need to be more precise. We need to be uh, more clinical in our, in our last pass to finish games like this with a third goal. I'm convinced we're along the right lines. We've got enough at the top end of the pitch to cause teams a problem. We have changed and we're approaching to it and we're outlook to it so um, everybody's looking over the shoulder there's seven, eight teams of course it's a long way to go and uh, a lot of points to play for there's always a team at the bottom that goes on a just, run just collapses and, and there's another team that collapses yeah. and if you as Newcastle fans and I know they're not very happy with Steve Bruce anyway Fulham win their game in hand they're only four points behind Newcastle Yeah, Fulham in the ascendancy Callum Wilson's injured it's West Ham 3, Sheffield United 0. The Hammers up to fourth in the Premier League as their impressive campaign continues. We are in a really good position, but I wanted a good perf- I like good performances. Good performances, you know, I always think leads to good results. We had a decent performance tonight against a, a really good Sheffield United team who's in form at the moment. And, uh, you know, they made it hard. But, no, I'm thrilled we're in the position we're in. We're not talking about relegation this year. The recruitment that we've had over the last 12 months has been incredible. You've got to back the board. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the board. I don't really like them. But they've made the signings. They've done the job. But if you look at the coaching staff there, like TalkSport, Stuart Pearce is there. Mm. Alan Irving's there. Kevin Irving. So you've got really good, solid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. characters, even on the coaching staff. Then that then transmits itself to the team. Now there's more character in that team. Early on in the season, especially after Newcastle defeat, if fans have been in the ground after that, I could only see it going one way. Without fans, I think they've got the pressure off them. We've got beat. We've took a, a big step backwards tonight after some some decent performances in results. And um, so they have to find their answers. I've got to find their answers to try and help the group. Players have got to find their own answers as well, how, what direction they want to go in. Because there's 
said, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough night. We were well in the game, in my opinion, but if you don't take your opportunities and you gift wrap two, stroke three opportunities to, to quality players who are in form and are going well, then they're going to punish you, and they've certainly done that. Has Spurs manager Jose Mourinho killed the confidence of his players, including Gareth Bale? And have they gone backwards since the special one's appointment? Well, we can hear from the Mirrors' Darren Lewis, Jamie O'Hara and their former manager, Tim Sherwood. But first, this is Drive's Adrian Durham. It's 10 years since Jose Mourinho won a Champions League. It's nearly 10 years since he won a title anywhere. The theory is that this is the guy who turned. I thought that Spurs were getting rid of Poch Mm. and bringing in somebody who was going to turn a Champions League final into a Champions League win. Turn a top four established place into a title win. That's what I thought that that was the mentality. But have they brought in the wrong man? Is it a mistake? Your job as the manager is to get the best out of the players you've got. Whether they're your players or not, it's your job to get the best out of them. And I just feel like he's sucked the life out of too many of them already. You look at Gareth Bale and you look at Deli Alli. You know, he's cast them aside, hardly played him. Deli Alli wasn't even getting in the squad. And now all of a sudden... He's putting him on and expecting him to be yeah. uh, make a difference. You know, and, uh, players, especially modern day players, are going to go. Go away, mate! You, you bombed me off for, for two months, and now you're, you're expecting me to come in and save the season. It doesn't work like that. They need two new centre halves. They don't yeah. refresh that side often enough, and when they do, they only scratch at the surface. They don't do enough to refresh that side, and that's why they're being left behind by some of the bigger clubs. They brought in Sanchez, but Sanchez is not the same player he used to be initially with Pochettino. You saw the way that Gundogan left him in a heap on the floor on Saturday. Sanchez is twisted into the ground. He falls (laughs) over, but it's such quality. He brings it down. He, he leaves Sanchez on the floor. Vertonghen's gone. Alderweireld is not the player he was back then. Roden is a good player who will get better. Uh, but, you know, they need players who are going to come in and make an immediate impact. Mourinho's being blamed for a lot of things that really you have to lay at the door of other people. Spurs need investment badly. There are too many players there at the moment who should be moved on. Jose's used to winning trophies and he, and he can deliver that. I mean, a one-off game against uh, Man City, you know, who knows on a one-off game. I went back against Jose and I went back against him going and winning Europa League as well. We've done it at Man United. Jose Mourinho is a European winner again. All four significant finals that he's had as a club manager in European competition have ended in success. He wins everywhere he goes and he needs to do that at Tottenham. That's what all them Tottenham fans want. They want him to do that. It's not a beauty contest. No matter how he plays, as long as he wins. Liverpool face RB Leipzig tonight live on Talk Sport as the club look to get their season back on track. We'll hear from former Reds midfielder Danny Murphy, Simon Jordan, as well as Jamie O'Hara, who thinks Liverpool might not finish in the top four this season. But first, this is Jurgen Klopp rubbishing the rumours he might be about to take a short break from football. I'm 53. I do the, I work in football since 30 years as a coach since 20 years. I can 
split things. I can switch off. And I don't carry things around in football, at a workplace, that I'm here. Of course, we are influenced by things that happen around, but nobody has to worry about me or whatever. I'm, I might not look like this because the weather is not cool and I'm white and the beard gets more and more gray, all these kind of things. Yes, I don't sleep a lot. That's all true. And my eyes look like that's all fine. But I'm full of energy. Honestly, the situation is a challenge. No, I don't want to have the situation, but now we are in. And now I see it as a challenge, an interesting challenge. I think Klopp is a little bit of a concern for me because he looks a little bit less of a leader. And I want leaders to be there in adversity, not just in success. And he looks a little bit bewildered. He looks a little bit confused. He's gone from being very, very shoulders back and chest out to being slightly a little bit caught in the headlights. And I would like to see a little bit more from him. But I suspect he's got other things that have caused him to have a slight distraction. A lot of people obviously are not happy with the results. I get that. But I can, I'm responsible for that, 100%. We played some pretty good stuff. You can forget that. We cannot. The Leicester game, again, 1-1 is not a capitulation. Then he makes the horrendous error. At 2-1 down with five minutes to go, you are going to throw your full-backs forward. At 2-1 down, you're going to throw your midfielders forward. You're going to try and get back in. And they got done on the counter by one of the best counter-attack sides in the league. And Harvey Barnes... Completes a second half turnaround for Leicester City, who have been magnificent on the counter attack. The way that they're playing, that with the defence and the confidence yep. in the back four, Allison all of a sudden looks like he's just making mistake after mistake. They've lost that invincibility that they had as a team. And I look at Chelsea, and I think with the new manager coming in and the way they're getting results and the way they're playing and the squad they've got. I think Liverpool are going to end up out of the top four this season. I really do. I'm not suggesting Liverpool are anywhere near the levels they were last season. What I'm saying is that I wouldn't be as concerned with the forthcoming games as some people are making out because certain parts of the games against... Large parts of the games against City and Leicester are a very good opposition. Liverpool look more than competitive and more than comfortable. This is just a difficult spell. I am I am convinced that Alisson will be back, Klopp will be back, Liverpool will be back. It might just take... A bit of a reshuffle in the summer, a couple of signings, clearly key players missing, you know, and I think there's reasons why it's yeah. all going a bit wrong. Brighton manager Graham Potter has been speaking exclusively to Talk Sport after his side went six matches unbeaten at the weekend. He told the White and Jordan show about his plans to take the Seagulls up to the next level, despite not having millions to spend. You've got two ways of, of taking the jump um, in the Premier League. You, you invest hundreds of millions of pounds or you try to say, OK, this is a, a style of play. This is what we can identify our team to and our, our club to. And then we use the resources that we've got really, really wisely. So the academy, um, we spend millions of pounds on that every year. We need to maximise that as, as, as much as we can. Um, how we recruit, recruit our players? We have to be we have to be clever. So so we have to we have to look for players that are maybe undervalued or haven't reached their potential, and then we have to do the work there. So again, how you develop the environment every day can help that. Liverpool defence was undecided, but uh, Stephen Alzate wasn't, and he managed to force the ball across the line and into the back of the net. You have to be respectful of the competition that we're in and, and know where we've come from. When we when when I first arrived, the club had got thirty six points. And, and you have to try and start to build from that. Yeah, I, I think the ambition of the club is to try to be a top 10 team in the Premier League. But always, always remember that the Premier League is so, so competitive. And if you lose sight of that too quickly, you can get yourself into trouble. So we all know that contracts, are they are what they are. But the challenge for us is to keep moving forward and keep improving. Jason Cundy here, and you're listening to TalkSport Daily. 
How good is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang? And would he have been good enough to be an Arsenal invincible back in 2004? Well, let's ask the real run for Pele, Ray Parler. One-on-ones, he's, he's very good. Uh, Aubameyang, he doesn't miss a lot. You know, he went through that barren spell after he signed a new contract. There was a lot of talk, oh, because he's just signed a new contract. But everybody goes through a bad spell. But he proved yesterday, playing up front, usually plays off the left. He, he proved that he um, yeah, he's a top striker. And hopefully he can carry on now to the end of the season. Certainly in our um, invincible team, 202 team, he will be a, a great addition. You know, even if he didn't start the game, imagine bringing Aubameyang off the bench. We used to bring Wiltol Carnu, two great strikers mm. off the bench. Aubameyang will certainly be in our squad and, and probably play a lot of the games as well. So for me, he's been a, a, a brilliant player for Arsenal. Swept out to this left-hand side and Aubameyang, a lovely chest control just inside the penalty area and a fabulous goal by Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. You yeah. look at the team yeah, and where they are, they're the mid-table in the Premier League. Can you imagine they, they, went, they went from 11th to 10th yesterday, but he's hitting these numbers in a side that's not competing at the very top. That's even more impressive, isn't it? Absolutely. If he was in a successful side or challenging trophies, he would be even better mm. because he'd get a lot more chances. Imagine getting opportunities off Perez and Burkamp. So, you know, he probably, you could argue, he'd score a lot more than what he's scoring at the moment. And we finish with some classic clips of the midweek with Hawksby and Jacob. Alan <laughs> Brazil and Ronnie Arani on Breakfast Now talking sports psychology trying to motivate them and letting them know what the job in hand is, they get more and more nervous. Mm. And it goes the other way. Know your players. Know your players. Absolutely. Some need a kick up the backside. Some need an arm. (laughs) An arm round the shoulder. Be (laughs) be better if you probably finish that (laughs) that sentence, Alan. I just all got a bit all creatures great and small. Uh, Mike Parry again with Andy Townsend getting musical. Do uh, Do you want me to give you the first line, Andy? Go on then. Dirty old river. Da, 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 da. It's that one, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, 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 it new music. It wasn't really band. the first line, it was like the first three words, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's right, in a, as a country yeah. and western song, or, or something by the Wurzels for some reason. Now, this Brilliant. is a very youthful Max Rushton. Max will be back with me on uh, Wednesday. This is one of his uh, very first talk sports shows. He was filling in for James Whale. Uh, talking about moments where you basically are about to die and, and the emotions that go through your mind. Sherry is in Bath. Hi, Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Who am I talking to? You're talking to Max. Hello, Max. Hi, how are you doing? You all right? I've been listening to you all week. You've been wonderful. Oh, that's were very, you, very were kind you in of you. The RAF? I was never in the RAF, no. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Lord, the country if Max was in the RAF. <laughs> that's the last time a caller gave Max a compliment. <laughs> 2008. A bit harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, didn't he sound young? The boy rushed in there. He so, did. Like, he yeah, was, I he think did. he was about eleven when he did that first show. Were you ever in the RAF? He was the old Bill Nerfix models, I think. <laughs> this is Nigel Botherway, and a caller with an extremely drastic solution to a fishing problem. Hi, Nigel. If we want the fish stocks in the North Sea to recover, we need a world war. The stocks really thrived between 1939 and 1945. Sad, but true, I'm afraid. Cheers from Bill in Islington. Yeah, hell of a price to pay, Bill, though, isn't it? <laughs> Don't forget that tonight from 7pm, it's Leipzig versus Liverpool. Champions League last 16 first leg on TalkSport, presented by Hugh Wozencroft. Commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Stuart Pearce. Over on TalkSport 2 in an 8pm kickoff, 
It's Barcelona versus Paris Saint-Germain. Presented by Russ Williams, commentary from Ian Danta and David Connolly. Well, thanks for listening on ACAR, Spotify, Apple Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts. There will be another one of these TalkSport daily poddies. Poddies, really? Out first thing in the morning. Until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Hello, Johnny Owen here. If you're into your football and your podcasts, why not listen to our Best 11 podcast? Join me and Mark Webster as we ask our famous guests 11 questions about their love of football. From Stuart Pearce's matchday rituals... And I'm preening my thighs waiting for the right winger, you know what I mean? To Stephen Graham meeting his heroes. He went, oh, where? I went... You know, you know, just round in Liverpool. And then I was like, I don't ever speak like this. And they all finish by picking their best 11 and manager. New episodes are out every Monday and Thursday. So listen to Best 11 for free on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts.